in the year uh, 64 AD about, uh, oh, I'm so bad at math, you guys, uh, 30-some years uh, after this passage occurred, the Jews in Jerusalem, uh, led by the Zealot Party, uh, rose up in revolt against the Romans. Uh, the Romans' policy on this was kind of simple and awful. Uh, you ended a revolt by killing everyone. Um, and, and there was to be no mercy. Uh, um, so it took about three years for Rome to get an entire army together, headed up by a general named uh, Vespasian. And that army marched on Jerusalem, and the orders they were given from the emperor, you can read today. It was, level the city, and be sure not one stone is left on top of another. And so the Roman army encircled Jerusalem and did this thing where no one could leave, but anyone who wanted could get in. And there's no news here. There's no email or newspaper. So Jews were continuously arriving from the countryside, pilgrimaging to Jerusalem. And so the Roman army would, would tell them, oh, yeah, go on in. And every day more Jews packed the city and couldn't leave and food grew low. And uh, of course the people who entered Jerusalem realized we're in the middle of a revolt. At that time, life became tough for this new group of Christians. It was tough for everybody. But the leadership in Jerusalem decided that this was happening because we allowed this new sect who they called way Jews, uh, Jews who found another way, we call Christians. And so uh, Christians began to be persecuted within the city. In the end, uh, Vespasian saw the time had come and in 70 AD marched his army into the city to almost no real resistance. People were mostly dead of starvation and he left an army there for three years. Uh, and the army's goal was simple, not one stone on top of another. They just spent three years, the fight was over, just taking stones down and making sure that nothing was left. Um, you may be hearing this and think not just of today's gospel, where Jesus perfectly described what was going to happen in 30-some years, but also the other gospels, where when they say, well, what about the temple? And he talks about father will turn in his son, mothers will turn in their daughters. All of this Jesus was talking about in regard to uh, the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. So when Jesus saw that, he wept. I was talking to dad about this last night, and poor father lay. He has to hear all my homilies. Jesus bless him, yeah. But I was saying, you know, if I knew the people, uh, I don't know. Jesus' compassion is what gets me. Jesus' utter and complete compassion for the coming destruction and knowing, by the way, that in, a less, in less than a year, the people he was weeping, well, heck, less than three months, the people who he was weeping for were, were going to kill him. Um, I don't know. There's so much as Christians that we need to, to be different, but one of them is compassion for the people who drive us nuts, for the people who disagree with us, for the people who cause us pain. 
to weep for whatever sin they got comfortable with that compelled them to act like that. To weep for the damage to the souls that happen when we all decide truth doesn't matter or love doesn't matter. And so for you and I, I think Jesus wants to talk to us today and remind us that when we see the poor, when we see the physically poor, the spiritually poor, that we should feel love and compassion, not anger and judgment. That we should, like Jesus, his response to these horrors was, and so I'll sacrifice myself. And we need to be willing to sacrifice. That's what Elizabeth of Hungary did. Literally sold castles. So by the time she died, she had started her married life as one of the richest women in, in Europe at the time. Uh, and when she finished giving it all away, the only thing left was her, her old tore-up dress that she asked to be buried in. And I, I, I could go on and on. I'm so sorry. But the key is this. Let's pray for compassion. Compassion for the physically poor, for the spiritually poor. St. Elizabeth of Hungary is the patron saint of Catholic Charities. Let's pray for our Catholic Charities right down the road who are doing more good than any of us <clears throat> could ever imagine. And they're doing it in our name and in the name of Jesus. So as we receive him in the Eucharist today, we pray for compassion. Compassion for spiritual suffering, physical suffering, spiritual poverty and physical poverty. And let's pray for grace and strength and generosity uh, for all those who work in our name and in Jesus' name in Catholic Charities. Amen? Amen. Okay.